Hey dudes, this is Michael, one of the co-hosts of Two Dudes in the Nest, the show you're about to listen to. If you are a first-time listener and you've picked one of these older episodes to listen to, maybe because it's one of your favorite games on the NES, I don't blame you. However, I just want to warn you that uh, this is, some of these episodes are three, four, maybe five years old. And this is before we got new audio equipment. This is really before we even knew what we were doing. But we... You know, we want to leave them on the feed as long as we can because we want to have plenty of episodes for people to listen to. I just want to give a fair bit of warning before we get started. If you're an older listener and you're going back to listen to an episode again, uh, you may hear something new because right before the episode starts here, we're going to have an advertisement, which is probably not what you heard the first time through. But now we started doing ads in our shows, so we're going to have an ad here. Anyways, I hope you enjoy. And if you do enjoy, please subscribe to the podcast and listen to as many episodes as you can. It always helps us out. And tell a friend, too. That'd be nice. Enjoy the show. What's up, man? Knock, knock. Uh, who's there? Lettuce. Lettuce who? Lettuce in and you'll find out. Uh, That's pretty bad, isn't it? That's pretty bad, isn't I, was, it? I, I thought you were going to go with let us start the show. Oh, let's, let's, let's start over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I, I just wanted uh, to start the show with a, with a little veggie joke, you know? Yeah. Just to get things Welcome rolling. To the vegan podcast. Yeah. Not really. No, we like meat up in here. Yeah. Nobody's vegan here. No. So, in case people couldn't guess from my terrible, terrible veggie joke, we're talking about Princess Tomato in the Salad Kingdom today. Yeah. The most voted on game by our deep adders for some reason. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Really a cult following amongst the D-patters, I would assume. I guess Of course, so. I told you my theory when we started talking about if we were going to talk about this game. I think Aaron Hickman really loves this game. Oh, yeah? If I, don't, if I recall. Like, I've seen him make comments about it in the past. And I think he just, like, voted from, like, several different computers. Hmm. I think it's a sleeper pick from, uh, from Eric Esping. Because yeah. I remember him commenting one time about how he was going to vote a bunch of times for it. Well, it's I, interesting that the first two games we've talked about on the voting has been Home Alone and Princess Tomato and the Salad Kingdom. Yeah. Kind of more... Uh, interesting games. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's do some shout-outs real quick. That's probably okay. a good thing to do. Um. Retro Junkies. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, like, I like them. I like them. Uh, and they're growing because I think there's a couple... It's going to be a new show. Uh, something about a guy, a girl, and uh, something. I don't know. I don't know if you saw that. A guy, a girl, and a something. The bar- I don't know what the... I think it's the Bargain Bin. We should really do Maybe. our research better when we do this. Bargain yeah. Bin Hour. Bargain Bin something. Yeah, I don't know. But, uh, 
So, new show coming. Yeah. And there's actually another one, an Atari Lynx game-by-game yeah. podcast. If you like and the all, Atari Lynx. And got to gotta shout out the Radical Retro Roundup. Yeah. And I am saying that correctly. Yeah. You looked it up, huh? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then Genesis Jams, Turtle Flakes. <coughs> Excuse that coughing. Sorry. And the new one... Winging it. Yeah, winging it. The retro junkies winging it. Mm-hmm. So, just check all few, those. I don't know. Check all those out. Star Wars podcast. Yep, Star uh, Wars Nerds Unite. And not a retro junkies member, but the comic nerds unite as well. They're good. Yeah. Like them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I, follow all those shows. I recently, um, I, got a, I got an iPhone, right? I switched to an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And I know that dude Tim also uses an iPhone, and I was gonna. Tr- I was wondering how I could look at comics, you know, on my iPhone. So I, he was he was my go to, right, to find out how to look at comics. But of course, I uh, I had to preface it with, you know, I know comics on your phone is not the way to go. I'm asking for a friend. Right. This is right. not for me. Right. But if you were to look at comics on your phone, what app would you use? And what did he say? Comixology. Yeah. Although you can't buy comics on the Comixology app for some reason. You have to go online and buy them. And then they're you have on to buy your... them online and then... And then they show up on your phone. Yeah, it's weird. Right. It's still wow. the best, though, I guess. Huh. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. so... For the listeners out there, you got an iPhone and then, like... Literally a week later, not because of you. Uh sure. Well, no, because remember you texted me. He's like, "Yeah, I'm an iPhone user," and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going tomorrow to get an iPhone." Yeah. And, well, we're uh, just like two peas in a pod, you know. So uh, we both went to the iPhone. And I've spent considerable amount of time bashing Apple iPhones. Yeah, me too. And <laughs> I'm kind of eating some crow because I really like this phone. Actually, yeah, I I agree. I agree. Welcome to the. Android to Apple podcast. Right, right. Yeah. So, anyways. So, I just a couple more I was going to shout out now that I actually have have a little bit of a list in front of me. The mm-hmm. Cartridge Freaks are back. So, that's something of note in the Retro Junkies Network. The Cartridge Freaks. They've been on hiatus for quite a while, but they're back. Yeah. And uh, the other one is I uh, just want to shout out the No Swear Gamer because he's a, he's a good dude. And we hadn't shadowed him out in a while, so he's got a he's got a YouTube channel. He also does the Atari seventy eight hundred game by game podcast, uh-huh. which we promised him a long time ago that we would record a intro thing for him, and we never have. And let's do it right now. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm sure. No, that'd be too hard to edit. Intro, We're all about easy. In 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 show promo. Yeah, yeah. We'll just we'll just tell Phil he has to edit it out of our show. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, so, I think that's about it. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. So. Any, uh, yeah. Any other so, pleasantries? Prince, any, Prince? Nah, I don't have anything. Prince? No announcements. The, the, the artist formerly known as Prince? The artist formerly known as Prince is joining us today. Actually, my cat, Prince. Oh. Joining yeah. us. Okay. Um, hey, is he eventually going to become the cat formerly known as Prince? Yes. 
He's just that a symbol. That would be funny. I'm just going to change his name to a symbol. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And it's just like a cat, like a cat symbol. Yeah. Nice. So, anyway, Princess Tomato and the Salad Kingdom. Oh, wait, we do have one more announcement. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> it's a funny game. It's funny. Uh, no, the uh, the other announcement that we have is we're not doing the segments broke out anymore. So as we're about to transition into Justin's historical tidbits and trivia, you will not hear somebody say Justin's historical tidbits and trivia like you used to. Yeah, I think the uh, that was a good idea and it worked for a while. But now it's like sometimes we forget to kind of that that's going to happen. And yeah. so it just kind of leads to an awkward transition. It's an, it's a, yeah, sometimes it's awkward. Plus, we're kind of repeating and reusing the same ones over and over again. Same ones, so. Yeah. so we are yeah. still going to use the the intros at the beginning of the show. And if anybody wants to do a new one, you, you're more than welcome to send us one in at mail at nesdudes.com. If you want to do that, uh, just say, hey, this is so-and-so from the such-and-such and you were listening to Two Dudes in a Nest. And that'll be the intro, and you can do that. You can send it to mail at nesdudes.com. But we're not going to worry about all the other segment intros. I think it's kind of that's kind of getting played out. I think Justin and I both yeah. feel like it's kind of getting played out. So, Right. We are going right. to do away with that, and we will just try to uh, transition ourselves. Right. So with that, Justin? How about some history for the uh, Princess Tomato and the Salad Kingdom? Perfect. Okay, so this is a Hudson Soft game. It was brought to the uh, NES much later than it was actually developed. So it was developed for the like the NEC PC88 and uh, Japanese home computers. And the the artwork for the original is much different than what it looked like for the NES. Um, did you do much looking at pictures from the I haven't original? Seen the, I haven't seen the original artwork. No. Yeah, it's interesting. Let me uh, pull up a picture here. Uh, let's see. Do some screen sharage. But uh, it it somebody put on. Uh, I was reading a review for it, and they were like, "Oh, it looks like somebody made this with like paint, MS Paint." <laughs> nice. And it kind of does. Do you see it there? Yeah, that's pretty nice. So that's the kind of the art. What the artwork looked like for the PC or the computer version. Yeah, of the game. Well, well, the original computer version was fully text-based, was it not? Like, you would actually right. type in what you wanted to do. You typed it in. And interestingly enough, English worked on it, apparently. Like you could yeah, type I English read, words. Yeah, I read somewhere that, that it was easier for them to do commands in English than it was right. to do them in. Right. For some reason. So, so. Well, because English is better. Uh, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> and all of that. our French, Spanish, Japanese listeners are offended. German. I don't think we have whatever. any of those, so we're okay. Okay. Well, if we do, Although they we probably, they probably, do probably have some Canadian too. fans. Uh, the French Canadians, yeah, Leah, probably. I'll be out there just a little bit, okay? Yeah. Sitting on the chair. I'll be out there a little bit, okay? All right, but we do have some uh, Canadian, some French, maybe some French Canadians. Yeah, they're offended. 
Unless, it, yeah. but only if they prefer French to English, I guess. Well, I'm comparing English to Japanese. Okay. Okay. Between the two, so, the, between those two, you think English is better? Yeah. Okay. Fair. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, they they when they ported it over to the NES, so it was ported to the Famicom first in 1988, and then later to the NES in 1991. And, uh, which is a kind of a big gap, um, yeah. three year gap in between when they ported the two. And now it's obviously for, uh, Wii's virtual console was released in 2010 and it, it developed a, a cult following. And apparently all of those cult followers are fans of this show yeah. since they voted for it. But it is a text adventure, and when they ported it over, they uh, the NES just put a, like, a list of commands, obviously, instead of being able to text type. Uh, it was kind of overhauled for the uh, NES. Also, the game was apparently much different. Um, and so, they... Uh, it, the the levels changed as well as uh, some of the aspects of the change. Now, from the Famicom to the NES version, here's a couple of interesting changes that they made. The uh, shop that they had uh, sold coffee at was actually a cigarette shop in the Famicom version. Nice. And in the uh, Famicom version, the juice bar was a liquor store. Nice. So, uh, I, I guess that was more accepted in the Japanese culture than it, in the U.S. culture. That seems to be the case with a lot of things. Yeah. And in the PC version, and this is kind of awful, uh, in the PC version, there's a part where you go in the church, and there's a crucified strawberry up on the cross. <laughs> That's that, terrible. Yeah, that didn't make it. It's <laughs> terrible. Over to the uh, NES version. I wonder why. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah. I also want to, real quick side note, I want to apologize. I have, I have a bit of a cold, so I may be mm-hmm. coughing through this episode, and I apologize for that. Yeah. So, that's uh, terrible about the struggle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, that didn't make it over to the NES version. But, uh, yeah, that's about it on the history of this game. Like it's, got a, a it's got of, a pretty interesting history just because of the way it transitioned between different... I mean, it, yeah, somebody really loved this game to have wanted to change it and make it again. They basically made it again like three times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so somebody really loved this game and uh, really wanted it to come to different consoles. Right, right. I, uh... Yeah. Somebody, whoever invented this game, that that just had to be, like, the craziest, like, idea. I'm going to make this game. You know, obviously all games are based on fantasy. Right. Especially back in the NES days where you didn't really have... You didn't... I mean, we've talked about, like, last, last episode where we talked about Heavy Barrel, where it's kind of like wartime games... But you didn't have that much of that. A lot of the games were steeped in fantasy back then. And this is just, like, hilarious. Yeah, fantasy. this is pretty funny. And what's, what's funny to me is 
I feel like they take themselves dead seriously. Dead. Oh dead. yeah. Dead seriously. It's, dead serious. Anyways, it doesn't so, seem I mean, to be a joke. It doesn't seem to be a joke at all. Except they replace all any kind of a normal character with vegetables and fruits. Right. Right. A baby persimmon named Percy. Yeah. It's just your your, your main protagonist is a cucumber. cucumber. Sir Cucumber. <laughs> and nobody nobody really comes out with the that nobody questions the fact that the king is broccoli uh-huh. but his daughter the princess is a tomato yeah now i'm no ex i'm no botanist, a botanist. but i don't <laughs> but I am no I, I am no expert on gardening, but I don't think you can get a tomato from broccoli. Last time I checked that that was not something that would happen. Right. So yeah. We could talk about this more in the uh in the gameplay segment. Yeah, so did so you I, got, get I still this got game? more I still got more stuff to say. You got some splurge did you splurge a little bit and go and get this game? Uh no. No, I did not. Yeah. I, uh, it's a bit of a rare game. It's a little bit expensive. I did look it up to mm-hmm. see if, uh, if it was worth trying to get for the show. It, right. Uh, I would say it was not because it's, I can't remember how much it goes for, but it's above $50, it's, I think. Yeah. I think the cheapest I found was 39 you found one for thirty nine. Uh, that's yeah. not bad. We'll talk about but whether still, we think it's worth that or not. Yeah, but, but still, I couldn't find one for cheaper than probably fifty bucks. So to yeah. me, it was not not quite worth it. Um, right. So I didn't get it, and unfortunately, we will not have one to give out on the show this time. We'll uh, give out. We'll give out the demo version. Yeah, everybody, you can have the demo version. You just got to find it yourself. We give it to everybody. We, we, we can't tell you where to get it. <laughs> right. We give it to everybody. Yeah. So I played the demo version. Yeah, so did myself. I. That's, um, that's my quest. I, I went to look it up. I said, wow, that's really expensive. And then I played the demo version. Went out on a quest to find the demo version. Yeah, which actually for me, I don't know about if it was for you, but it was actually kind of hard for me to find the demo version. I kept oh, really? popping up these places where it says things like this is no longer available oh, blah yeah. blah blah but yeah. anyways I have one site that I use some of the games kind of stick but it's it's a pretty good site okay I mean yeah. I don't use a site yeah right I mean Never. you know of a site yeah somebody told allegedly. Me, allegedly somebody told me about a site yeah somewhere okay let's talk about this game okay let's do should I uh should I do my usual? I'm looking forward to it. Okay. All right. I mean, I've already got it pulled up, so I'm mm-hmm. doing it. Although I just see a blank screen. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got the manual. You're just going okay. to pretend like you're everybody else on this All right. episode. All right. Go with it. Okay. Princess Tomato. Uh, the first page... Uh, well, first page is thank you for purchasing Princess Tomato in the Salad Kingdom. The mm-hmm. second page is warning, 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 warning. Because this is a precision tool device, do not use <laughs> or store it in extreme temperature conditions and avoid hard Ooh. shocks. 
Ooh. Yeah. They're actually warning you way more than usual. That's cool. Yeah. All right, so here's the story. Welcome to the Salad Kingdom, where all fruits and vegetables live happily and peacefully. In downtown Saladoria, by the great statue of Sir Cucumber, an old man named Percy tells a legendary tale of long, long ago. Our peaceful Salad Kingdom was once plagued by a terrible war, a life-or-death struggle between ourselves and the, fa- and the farmies, who only wanted to buy, sell, and eat us. Fortunately, good King Broccoli had the wisdom to protect and preserve the Salad Kingdom. King Broccoli abolished all segregation so that everyone could live in justice and equality. He was respected and honored by each of his grateful subjects. Except one. Minister Pumpkin and his power-hungry clan didn't approve of King Broccoli's rule. Why should we pumpkins live on the same miserable level as the carrots and bell peppers? <laughs> exactly. <coughs> That's what I'm saying. We are no... This means no, war, no. declared Minister Pumpkin. Yeah. We're no bell pepper. We're pumpkin. Yeah. People carve us for crying out loud. Right. I mean, make pies out of us. When's the last time you had a bell pepper pie? Exactly. Right. Although carrot cake's pretty good. Yeah, that's true. Anyways. I love carrot cake, actually. Yeah, okay. So, that's a moot point. He should not have brought carrots into the mix. Right. And bell peppers are good in, the like, stir-fry. Anyways. <laughs> good. We're getting off topic here. Yeah. Soon afterwards, Minister Pumpkin built a grand castle, which he named for himself, at the foot of the Zucchini Mountains. He then established a new social order with pumpkins lording over everyone else. Under his powerful army and cruel tax law, our innocent citizens suffered. To top it off, he united with the dreaded farmies and tossed anyone in jail who refused to obey his decrees. Old King Broccoli and his daughter, Princess Tomato, formed an armed resistance in hopes of toppling Minister Pumpkin. But Princess Tomato herself was kidnapped and confined to Minister Pumpkin's castle. Shortly thereafter, the poor king, stricken with grief, passed away. Oh, wow. King Broccoli died of grief. There you go. Boom. That's pretty sad. That happens to Broccoli sometimes. Frost got it. Yeah. Okay, so the princess is now captured. The king died with grief. Yet, to everyone's dismay, Minister Pumpkin announced the engagement of Princess Tomato to his own son. With the wedding day fast approaching, the noble Sir Cucumber returned to the Salad Kingdom, only to learn of this horrible turn of events. Where has he been, actually? That's a good question. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Well, hmm. this then is the story of Sir Cucumber and his heroic quest for justice, with a young Persimian named Percy. Dot, dot, dot. Ellipsis. I like in the beginning of the game... Before you find the Persimian. And if you hit the Percy button, it says, who's Percy? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I didn't notice that. I didn't try that. Yeah. If you hit the Percy button before you find Percy, it just says, who's Percy? That's funny. So. All right. So, you know, normally we would talk about, uh, you know, our our dealings with this game when we were kids. But I didn't have any dealings with this game when I was a kid. I feel like if I had played this game as a kid, I would have played it for about ten minutes and never played it again. 
Yeah. To be completely Same. honest with you. <laughs> There's, I mean, as a kid, having no action would really bum me out. Yeah. Because the most action you get is a game of paper, rock, scissors. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is a very nonviolent game. Finger well, Wars. I guess, well, real quick, let's, the premise of the game is if you played a game like Shadowgate or Deja Vu, it's you, you, you have a picture on your screen, mm-hmm. and you have commands that you can use. But you can't actually click on anything on the screen. All you can do is use the commands on each side. Right. And there's a ton of commands. There's like 14 different commands. Some of them, to me, are the same thing. Right. Like look and check are two yeah. different things, you know, to me. Right. The, on the, in the game, they're two different things, but to me, they're the same thing. Right. So anyways, it's a little, the commands are a little confusing, but that's all you do. You, you walk around. You can, you can click move, and you can go from screen to screen. Um, yeah. But other than that, you're just picking these commands on each side. And then every now and then you'll get into battles, which are called, what are they called? Finger wars? Finger wars, yes. Yeah. Which, which is, is basically just... paper, rock, scissors. Right. And then after you play paper, rock, scissors, you play a game of which way am I looking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Where you have to point in the opposite direction of the, the way the enemy is looking. <laughs> which is just weird. Yeah, it's a little strange. This whole... So that's the gist. That's the gist of the game. It's a, basically a puzzle puzzle game, adventure game. It's a puzzle game. Text based, and it's just everything about it's weird. You know, it's a solid kingdom. Did you get to the part where you talk to the guy, the 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 pepper? Yeah, like I think the red so. pepper. Yeah, and he has I a mustache. So. Yes, yes, yes. And, and he, looks... he, he changes colors or something. Yeah. And he looks like the yeah. guy that's the fries from uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That's funny. That's it. The thing about the game, the cool thing about the game, though, is it, it is funny. Yeah. I don't know if it's funny. It's probably funny just because that they're you're talking to vegetables and stuff. But they 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 lay in some little jokes about that here and there, you know. Yeah. And I, I don't think it intends to be funny at all. You don't think it intends to be funny at all? It does seem really serious. Yeah, I think it's dead serious, and it's just funny because of what it is. Yeah. Maybe that was their intention, though. Maybe they wanted... They knew that it would be funny if they made it dead serious. That Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Because surely they wouldn't make a dead serious game and then decide to fill it with fruits and vegetables and think that it would still be dead serious. Yeah. Although this game does some a bit of, uh, it's a bit prejudice, I think. You think? Particularly level two, where you find, uh, where you go to the mountain, and you Mm -hmm. run into, oh, what's the old man's name? Mr. Corn. Yeah. And Mr. Corn's like a, so you go to the mountains, and when you go to the mountains, basically Mr. Corn is like a redneck. He has no yeah. shoes on and, like, overalls. And I really... He can't hear you because I guess he's deaf. He's old. And so that was kind of mean because it's kind of like saying, you know, hillbilly. Mr. Yeah. Corn's just a hillbilly. And then you go to the shop. And you've got Mrs. Peach, who's from the South. They they make sure to tell you that Miss, Mrs. Peach is from the South. And uh, you try to buy something, and she says, y'all ain't got no money. 
Yeah. It's like <laughs> And they y'all ain't got no money. And they uh they even spell y'all wrong. How they spell it? Y A apostrophe A L L. Yeah, that's wrong. That is wrong. No. It's not. a it's a combination of you all. Yeah. So not all y'all. Needs to be, yeah. Not y'all. Y'all. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I felt like there was kind of a... Oh, thank you. A slap to the uh, Southerners. But, uh, you know, the, these type of games, and I think some people are going to probably think that, that this is blasphemy. These kind of games I just usually kind of lose interest in pretty quickly yeah that was that was what i was going to say about this game i don't know if it's these i wouldn't just necessarily say these types of games yeah but while i love the story the i don't know i kind of i think i kind of blame the puzzles and the 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 commands that you have mm-hmm. but it wasn't it, the game is not difficult but it, to me it wasn't intuitive enough to where i knew exactly what to do right so I would just go through just like clicking the buttons right. until I found out what to do, and that just kind of that just got old for me yeah. pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did you ever try to hit somebody that was like your friend? Like, if you if you chose hit to like listen when you first meet Percy, uh-huh. it says no, that'll hurt him. Yeah, that's not <laughs> <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> that's funny. So uh, it, the the best the best moments in this game are when you try to do something you're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah. It, it always gives you a little funny snippet. Yeah, I can't think of any off the top of my head. I wish I would have wrote some down, but uh, I mean they don't do this. They don't do just the simple. You can't do that, right? right. They give you like a a reason why a you reason can't why you can't do that, or why you shouldn't do that. Right? Why you shouldn't do that? So it's funny. Yeah. It is look pretty funny. So what about the what about the graphics of this game? I thought the graphics were were pretty good. You know, I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of animation. No, really, really not hardly any animation. But the you know, I mean, basically, it's a game of cutscenes. Yeah, it is, and and, the, and it's all it's all drawn fairly well. It's very colorful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw like people were bashing the NES version versus the the original. I think the NES version looks a lot better. Yeah, so. I do too. I do too. I would definitely disagree with that. Or at least from that one picture you showed me. Yeah. I would say that the NES version looks better. Yeah. It looks a lot better in, in my opinion. I mean, you just kind of got to realize that there's no, there's not going to be any, any animations in this game. Right. And just enjoy it for what it is as far as graphics go. Well, uh do a little screen share here. Just a little screen share let me okay. show you the difference between. So here is General Cantaloupe in the uh-huh. NES version. And then here is General Cantaloupe in the PC version. Oh, wait, yeah, wait, now go back to that last screen. Okay. I say it. There. We can see them both side by side. Here. Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah, This yeah. is the. Uh, NES version versus the PC version. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it's a tough call. The PC version has more going on. Has more going on. It, does, it seems to be brighter colored. But look right yeah. here. Like when you're standing outside the castle here, here's uh, Sir uh, Cucumber. Yeah, that's and way better. Princess Tomato. 
This is way better than the PC version. Yeah. So. I don't know. It's a tough call. <clears throat> the, your 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 screen here reminded me of a couple things though. There's a couple moments in the game that I thought was that were hilarious. Yeah. Uh, well, one of them's kind of depressing, but when you go to the peanut place, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> there's like that couple crying on the screen, and it's like <laughs> the roads here are paved in peanut shells or whatever. Yeah. And the husk of peanuts. Yeah. And it's a couple peanuts crying. Yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. And because uh, I mean, think I think they wanted. I mean, what if they made this game real? It'd be like the roads are paved in the skin of our our fellow man. You know, right? I mean, it's pretty terrible. It's pretty terrible. The other one is we didn't. We haven't discussed this yet. And I can't believe we've been just whiffing it. The king is broccoli, right? Right. His daughter is Princess Tomato. Right. Princess Tomato's sister. She's human. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah wow I think that's hilarious yeah like the only human in the game too right is uh yeah oh boy yeah anyway so what about the sound and the music what do you think about it uh, the, the music is pretty good yeah nothing to write home about but yeah that's kind of where I'm at uh, it's pretty good it's alright some of it got a little annoying, like when you get stuck somewhere. Mm-hmm. It kind of got a little annoying. Yeah. Yeah, you have to the turn songs it are all really bit. short. Yeah. So. But uh, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Well, if you don't have much else to say about it, I don't have a whole lot to say about it either. Do we want to decide how much it goes for and if it's fun, if it's worth it? I I have one more thing to say about it, and that is when you first start the game and you're standing there and you look at the path, and like in the distance there's, it looks like an eggplant, an onion, and maybe a watermelon. I think that seems to be like a play on the Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah, it could be, actually. It looks like the first, like, the, the yellow brick road over to Oz in the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, okay. I get it. It does kind of look like that. So, anyway. Uh, Well, one more thing then. When you start the game, I don't know if you noticed this, but the name of the game is Princess Tomato in the Salad Kingdom, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, when you start the game, it says Princess Tomato in Salad Kingdom. Like, the the is just mysteriously disappears. Oh, we don't need that. Did you notice that? Yeah. Well, that, that would have taken too much graphics to put into the... Yeah, that's so, true. That's true. I see it now. Princess Tomato in Salad Kingdom. Yeah. Well, they didn't have enough room on the sign. Yeah, so. fair enough. All right. So how much does this game go for? Well, like I said, the cheapest I found was 39 bucks, but it's around 50 to 80 bucks. Yeah, I would say typically it's probably about 50 is probably what you're going to find it yeah. for. So, with that being said, what do you think? Is it worth that? I mean, I'm not going to drop that on it. I don't think it's worth that. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it is either. Um, unless you're just trying to get it for the rarity of it and the oddball. Mm-hmm. If, if that's something you you like to have as a collector, right. as a collector, then yeah, it's probably worth it. If you're getting it right. for gameplay and it's just a, you want to have a fun game. 
mm-hmm. would not spend fifty dollars on it. It's no. fun and it's funny, uh, but it's not very long, and it's not very hard. Right. So I mean, it's not like you're going to sp- spend a lot of time on it. You're not going to get right. a lot out of it other than just a cute little. Well, not, I won't say cute because it's pretty serious, but a, <laughs> it's a, a strange story mm. with cute characters. Mm-hmm. But you can get that out of the demo version, or I didn't know it was on the Wii U or the Wii Virtual Console, so mm-hmm. you can go buy it there. Right. Okay. So, you have any retrofitted trophies? Do do we have any retrofitted trophies? Yeah, I have. Uh, I've only got one right now. I was trying to think of another one, but right now I've only got one. Okay. You want to go ahead with your one? Yeah, I'll go ahead with my one. My one is "Let Us Begin," and that is start the game. <laughs> of, course, of course, lettuce is spelled like the vegetable. So my first one is the Green Giant. And that is beat the game and become the green giant. Oh, okay. And then <clears throat> the Del Monte Award. And that is That's get funny. past the first level. Uh, the second level, you get the... Uh, oh, shoot. What's it? I forgot the name. Burning it up on these trophies we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got, you've already beat me. Uh, but it's kind of hard to make trophies for this game. And yeah, I feel like it was kind of hard to make trophies. You know what? That's fine. I've got more jokes. Yes, good. We'll make up for it with vegetable jokes. Good. <clears throat> All right. What's small, round, and giggles a lot? I don't know. A tickled onion. <laughs> what? <laughs> the type of onion, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, which veggie plays a sport? Mm, I don't know. Squash. Duh. Uh. Yeah, yeah. How do you make an artichoke? Um, grab it around its neck. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. Strangle it. Strangle it. That's how you make an hard joke. <laughs> what did the okay. traffic light say to the tomato crossing? Ketchup. Oh, yeah, that one's actually better than the joke. It says, don't look now, I'm changing. I don't get uh, it. I don't either. I don't get it. I don't get it. I didn't make up these jokes, by the way. I'm just reading them. Why did the tomato go out with a prune? I don't know. Because he couldn't find a date. Oh. oh. That one's pretty good. That, that was pretty, pretty good. good. What did the lettuce say to the celery? Uh, I don't know. Quit stalking me. Oof. Yeah. All right, here's the last one. Why did the tomato blush? Uh, I don't know. Because she saw the salad dressing. Oh. Yeah, okay. Those are pretty pretty lame jokes. But Where in the world no, did you find whatever. those? Random Google search. 
You want to give this uh, game a rating? I do, I do. What are we rating this one? Uh, well, I mean, the gimme would be a vegetable, but haven't we already done that? Yeah, we can't go too easy. Type of fertilizer. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to go with uh, miracle Grow because uh, oh, okay. it you know it's it's good it's a great product but uh uh not the uh most professional or best that you can use okay all right uh i'm going to go with uh let's see the funny one would be manure but this game's not that bad yeah that's yeah you know I'd like. I'd love to say manure, just because I like talking about manure. But <laughs> well, manure in the sense of fertilizer is actually good. Yeah, it's actually really good. So maybe, maybe. Okay, here we go. All right. So I'll go with manure. I'll go with manure. Okay. Because manure is not a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. Unless it's used as fertilizer, in which case it is a good thing. So this game is. It's not really a great game, unless you're <laughs> in it for the story. Right. In which it makes it a pretty good game. Right. Okay. How about that? I like it. As I knock my mic off the stand. Here we go. All right. Let's try to edit that out. Yeah. All right. Listener feedback. All right. So we got Aaron Hickman bringing us up with the beginning. It's one of the rare visual novel style games, much more popular in Japan. Worth a try for sure if you like adventure games. Not too tough either. Silly name for a game, though. And I must say, I like the box art for the NES version, because it's like, let's not take a picture from the game. Let's make some claymation characters. Yeah, <laughs> I like that too. They, it's, it's pretty funny. They look like clay characters. Yeah. Peter Guzman says, time to YouTube this game. Never heard of it. Mike Vito says, I like it. Only got an hour in, though, before life took back over. Derek Fletchell said, I'd love to give this one a try, but the price tag is a bit too much for me at the moment. Looking forward to hearing about it, though. This one was never on my radar as a kid. I guess the princess in the title kept me away. And maybe all the pink box art. Yeah. That is true. I would never have played this as a young as a young yeah. boy. Yeah, me neither. Eric Esping says, been voting for this review for ages. There it is. See, I'm telling you. There's, I told you. Yeah. Jesse Benson said, never played it. Looks like a weird Gumby-style game. Nope, it's not, Jesse. Sorry. <laughs> I'd be interested to learn more via a podcast. Go for it, dudes. Greg Polander said, never played this game. Hardly even heard about it. We'll have to try this out in emulation. And you corrected him with a little demo mode. Yeah, that's right. And then he said, considering how much I'll probably play this before I get bored, shut it off, and never play it again, yeah, I guess demo mode applies. Smiley face. Smiley face. Sean Muldowney said, to be completely honest, I've never even heard of this game. Makes me that much more amped to hear you guys talk about it. And then Aaron Hickman finished us off with actually owned a copy for a while. It's not a bad game, and he probably sold it because it'd make a lot, a lot of money on it. Yeah, you could buy like a steak dinner for two in this game. Exactly. 
We got right. any voicemails about this game? Uh, we don't have any voicemails about this game, but we've got some really old voicemails that I never did play. Okay. So, how about we listen? Hey, two dudes, what's up? Just listen to your uh, Ghosts and Goblins uh, episode. I'm a little shocked to hear that you guys are advising people to go straight to Satan, and you provided the satanic ritual to get directly to him using an NES controller. I just, I'm, I'm a little shocked. I don't think that's exactly family-friendly, but you did a great job on the episode, so I guess I'll keep listening. But try to keep the uh, satanic rituals to a minimum uh, in future episodes, please, uh, if you're, if you're going to call yourself family-friendly. Uh, love the show, though, guys. Great job. Keep it up. Hmm. Yeah, that was in reference to our Ghosts and Goblins episode where we told people, to, I guess we told people to go straight to Satan? Don't remember that, but uh, okay. I think it was a, I think there was a cheat code oh, in that yeah. game. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I said that you could go straight to ch- Satan with the... <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Okay, so this one, is, here's another really old one. Hey, dudes. I'm so glad you guys are finally covering Crystalis. I could talk about this game for an hour, but I'm not going to add that much time onto your podcast. I absolutely love this game. I loved it as a kid. I love it still today. Uh, Just everything about it. It's got incredible music, great sound effects, amazing graphics, just superb gameplay. It's got a really good story. It has a great build-up from beginning to an epic finish. And, of course, the cover art. The cover art was so important back in the day. You didn't know a lot about a game when you bought it, but the cover art could sell you. And the cover art for Crystalis just made it feel like such an epic adventure. You knew you wanted to play that game. And I know everyone... You know, loves the original Zelda, but for me, Crystalis was a way better game than the original Zelda. I know Crystalis was one and done, and Zelda went on to make some of the greatest games ever, Link's Awakening, Link to the Past, Ocarina of Time. But as far as the NES goes, Crystalis is one of the best games ever. All right. Well, I can't wait until you guys cover Honey Beach. Until then, just keep up the good work. Thanks, guys. Thank you, you know, caller. You didn't he, say who you were, but... Uh, I thought it was funny. He was like, I could talk about this game for an hour. It would have been funny if he was like, and now I'm going to start that hour. <laughs> just start talking about it for an hour. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I could talk about this game for an hour. So here we go. And now I'm going to. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that's a good call. I wish we would have played that on the Crystalis episode, huh? Yeah. Or Crystalis. Yeah. We didn't, obviously. Uh, for some reason, uh, and thank you to Josh Witt. His call was hilarious. Yeah. The, uh, the satanic rituals. But for some reason, this last call I just called, for some, I, was, I was having the, I don't know if, I don't know if, was Paul Harvey a nationwide guy or was he just? He was nationwide. Here? Okay. For some reason, I'm hearing Paul Harvey in my head. Just his cadence <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Yes, it did sound like it. 
And now you know the rest of the story. All right. Uh, oh wait, I got iTunes reviews. And then we're then that'll be it. Because we didn't get any emails, but I got iTunes reviews. Okay. Uh, the first one, and I apologize if uh, I'm rereading these, but I think. Uh, wow. Do you remember? Do you remember a Dave Yak? No. Okay. Uh, we'll go back to Dave Yak then, because he's probably he may be the last one that we did. Or he may be right after the last one we did. Okay, Dave Yak, five stars. I love hearing about them. These potters love nostalgia as much as I do, and it really brings me back to having to not having any worries except protecting my Zelda saves. Cool. All right. Angistel? Angistel? Sorry. A great podcast, good people, fun group. I've been listening since day one. These guys do a great job breaking down each game. They have and they have a lot of awesome guests on the show, and I'm always looking forward to the next episode. I've even made a few friends along the way. Thanks and keep up the great work. Sweet, that is sweet. I'm glad that our group is making friends. Yes, that's good. Uh, great podcast for NES fans. If you grew up in an 8-bit world or just a retro game fan, this podcast is for you. Not just a show. The guys have many ways to, for you to interact. High score club, polls, general group chatter. Glad I found this one. All right. Thank you. Again, complimenting our group. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah, I like absolutely. That. Uh, Anthony Pig. Two dudes, one Ness, all cool. These dudes are great, very knowledgeable, and passionate about NES games. Definitely worth a listen if you're a fan. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, Rick JY says, Five stars. Great show. Makes me want to play these games all over again. Hearing the history of each game is amazing. Hey, you guys. Well, actually, I wasn't supposed to sound like Carbon. Sorry, I was supposed to sound like the guy from Goonies. <laughs> Justin, can you do that for me? Hey, you guys. There we go. There we go. Uh, the listeners demand Goonies, too. Sweet. So We'll have to give that one a try. And then to round us out, uh, PV Bunai, Bunai, oh, I can't, I'm sorry. I know this is Paul from the group, Bonaitu, Bonaito. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. really butchered this. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I just found out about the podcast in the Facebook group this month, and I'm hooked. I listen to all the episodes at work to get me through the day. I like that you can tell they enjoy making the podcast and they interact with the listeners on the Facebook group. I like how they even try to find positive, even in some bad games. Quote, uh, parentheses, LJN. <laughs> and that they don't rate the games like all other review shows. Keep up the great work, and keep, I'll keep listening. All right. Thank you, Sweet. PV. And I will also add, that's, that's the last of them, but I will also add that we have finally hit 100 Woo-hoo! iTunes reviews. Thank you, everybody. That feels like quite an accomplishment. Yes, it is. All right. That's pretty much. You got any other shout-outs you want to give? No, I think that's good. You got any show news? Not that I know of. Okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. So fine. We, we are planning on having. We, I guess we should mention why this is Princess Tomato and not Turtles. Because we're oh, yeah. supposed to do Turtles. Well, we had. So some we're sp- just having a little ske- yeah. scheduling thing going on. We still plan on. If you listened last show and you heard Ninja Turtles at the end. Uh, and you thought, oh, that's Ninja Turtles. And then you got to this show and it's like, wow, 
I didn't know Princess Tomato sounded like Ninja Turtles. Well, it doesn't. Uh, it was actually supposed to be Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, we had a little bit of scheduling conflict. So we're, we're still planning on Ninja Turtles will come very soon. Right. So. so check us out on Facebook, iTunes, Twitter, anything. Any Check us out on our website, nesdudes.com, twodudesinanest.com, and nintendudes.com. And you can always call us and leave us an awesome voicemail at... Uh, seven seven something seven retro something yeah seven seven five seven retro one seven seven five seven seven three eighty seven sixty one or seven seven five seven retro one there we go there you go all right. all right sounds good and check us out on iTunes and Stitcher I think our next our next mark is uh going to be two hundred reviews right yeah. So. Keep the Aim high. Alright, that's good. We will put the sound for the next show in. It may or may not be the right sound. <laughs> so, we got a little jumbled up.